Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. Along with us again is producer Quentin. Hi. Hi, Quentin. Welcome back. He's here. He's here. <laughs> he is. He is. So with June being Pride Month, uh, Quentin thought that it was important to highlight some of the awareness being raised by the craft beer community uh, around Pride Month. Um, and Tyler is cracking a beer right there. <laughs> so for... For that, we're going to circle back to a brewery that we featured on our very first episode, which is Left Field Brewery. Yeah. So as we're doing that, I'll let you uh, crack yours, Chris. What about me? I thought you already did, right? My no, apologies. I did not. That's okay. You crack yours. So yeah, we are circling back again on a circle back, a double circle back, if you will. And we are looking at this squeeze play, the Rainbow Sherbert Sour by Left Field. So... Um, this one here, this is the fourth year that Left Field is working with the Bill 7 Award. And we're going to get to some of more of an explanation what the Bill 7 Award is in a bit. But, Brett, do you want to talk about the uh, last year's Pride Six Pack? Yes. So the last year's Pride Six Pack, or otherwise known as the Pours for Pride in previous years, collectively helped contribute over $13,000 to Bill 7 Award scholarships in the past three years. So oh. 50 cents from every can of what we are all drinking today. So just so you know, between us, all, all four, that's $2. Um, yeah. Look at the math on that. And we didn't very, even t- very quick, yeah. We didn't even <laughs> toss that math over to Quinn. We said, know. you know what? Brett could do this one. I can do it, yes. <laughs> Good job. Um, so yes, 50 cents from every can of the Squeeze Play Rainbow Sherbet Sour, as well as beer for everybody, uh, merchandise sales, and web donations. Mm-hmm. I think I said that right. Verbal. That's all right. That's all right. Not my thing. Speaking is hard, right? Yeah, speaking is very difficult. Uh, Until July 31st, we'll support scholarships for gay, lesbian, bisexual, trans, two-spirited, and queer post-secondary students in Ontario. Yeah. So that's important to know because now we have uh, a month and a half. Uh, You're going to see this beer pick it up. Again, that 50 cents is going to be going to that cause. Um, Yeah, and and it's been out for a few weeks already, right? So I'd say probably a good at least two months of, of beer sales uh, going towards this cause. So speaking of just beer sales, I think it's good to kind of note that left field has a um, squeeze play. It's kind of a rotating sour. So there already is brand recognition with this. So I think with a lot of people, if they see the squeeze play in the LCBOs or where they're going to pick it up, they'll see this uh, can recognize the squeeze play as a sour um, we're moving into warmer temperatures, more like a sour season, if you will. Um, and hopefully that's just going to increase the sales for this to uh, increase the donations to this wonderful cause. Yes. So in terms of LGBTQ students, uh, nearly a third of them drop out of school and a third of them delay attending post-secondary school due to affordability or debt. Yeah. So that's definitely why uh, this is an important cause. Uh, And Leftfield on kind of their notes about the the cause uh, say that supporting LGBTQ students financially and emotionally increases post-secondary graduation rates and it helps them realize their full potential, puts them on a path to becoming the next leaders in our community. So obviously, you know, a cause that uh, is is certainly near and dear to the hearts of the folks at Leftfield. Right. So that's great. I mean, it's nice to see that they're supporting uh, the LGBTQ community. Um, Now, with that being said, on Tuesday, June 22nd at 4.30 p.m., Sav, who's on the sales team and uh, Beer for Everybody committee member, is going to be sitting down virtually with Anna uh, Kari. 
um, the, the first recipient of the Bill 7 Award to sit, sit on their board of trustees for a squeeze play tasting and discussion about the impact of this organization. So we'll link all that information um, probably on an Instagram post as well as in the description of this episode. Uh, so mm-hmm. everybody do, does have that and uh, and hopefully can, can see what that uh, results in. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know there are other breweries in Ontario, uh, not just left field, uh, that do kind of initiatives like this throughout Pride Month in June. Um, I know one is Muskoka. They have the Born This Way IPA. Um, so, you know, w- whatever brewery it is, if you can kind of buy the beer and support that cause during that month or this month, it's awesome. Absolutely. And a brewery more local to me, uh, Hair to Chops in Stratford, uh, they're honoring LGBTQ uh, uh, people with a limited release of its noon somewhere they're like lager, uh, and they call it Love is Love. And 10 right. cents from every pride can sold will be donated to the PFLAG organization. Nice. So that's good. We see a, a lot of these breweries um, making beers for these good causes. One thing I think before we move on, I just want to mention is it is important to understand that uh, marketization and consumerism is great uh, for organizations like this. However, remember that there is a cause behind this. So it's not just about the beer. It's about the cause. And and that's what matters the most. So um, go out there, make sure you're purchasing these beers, uh, not only for the beer, but for the cause as well. And uh, hopefully we can raise a lot of money and and certainly the next month. And uh, the conversation just does not end in this month. So keep them top of mind. 365 days a year. Perfect. So now let's kind of move into this beer because we have poured it. We should probably give a little bit of a taste test and review it a little bit. So um, squeeze play. This is right up my alley. It's almost like Quentin wrote this little part for myself, and I appreciate that. Squeeze play. So it's small ball at its finest. A squeeze play is a sacrifice bunt that gives the runner on third a scoring opportunity, unless that runner on third is Brett. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm never on third because I'm always hitting dingers. There it is. Oh, it's true. There you go. It's true. It is true. I will give him that. So uh, this version of the squeeze play is fruity and refreshing with a hint of sweetness. Bursting with real orange, raspberry, lime, lemon, and pineapple to kind of give us that sherbet kind of uh, flavor profile. Yeah, and this beer actually contains wheat and lactose, um, and it has 4.8 ABV, uh, but unknown IBUs on this one. Hmm, interesting. Uh, Left Field also encourages you to visit their neighbor, uh, Glory Hole Donuts, for their vanilla sprinkled donut as a squeeze ballpark uh, parking. And also of note, $1 from the sale of every Father's Day beer and bacon featuring the Ephus Glaze. See, as I said, another baseball term there. Mm-hmm. Uh, sold on June 20th. will also support the Bill 7 Award. There it is. Yeah, I think you said parking and that no fault to you. That is that is a direct <laughs> that, error. That's a Quentin Producer <laughs> Quentin. But it is a squeeze ball park pairing. And so we're going to chalk that one up to Quentin. You're, uh, you're losing going into the, the, the later innings of this game, big guy. All right, well, uh, <laughs> on Untapped, you can follow us, as always, at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. And the overall rating for this squeeze play is uh, 3.77 bottle caps out of five. And there's 211 check-ins so far. So that's, uh, I don't know, Brett, what's the math on that? How, ma- how many dollars is that at least? Oh, let's see here. Uh, just, cut it, just cut it in half. You know you what? You know what? That's, the number's too big for me. Right. $105.50 <laughs> at, at, at least, right? Because obviously we know people are, you know, 
buying more than one and not only checking in once, that sort of thing. So, but I stuff. think that, that is kind of cool to know that there is somewhat of a metric. And so let's look back uh, just kind of offline in uh, the end of the month here. Let's see what that's at, guys. So let's just yeah. keep a, a mental note of that. Um, so we've already poured the beer. We've uh, somewhat consumed it. It's a hot day. It's a hot time in this apartment here. I'm going through it quick. Um, again, because <laughs> it's a 355 milliliter can. So because you know, right? Yes, the AC is not on, and um, it's it's certainly a, uh, a, a not a chuggable, but it, it goes down easy. Let's just sure. put it that way. For sure. So, what are your uh, what are your guys' thoughts on this one here? I I quite enjoy it. Um, I was kind of intermittent in terms of would I really get like the rainbow sherbet flavor coming out of this? I understand they're going to throw lactose in it, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, yeah, no, I quite quite enjoy this. Um, Again, hopefully in the near future, Left Field will open their tap room and we can walk in because I'd be interested, really interested to see how this would be on a tap. But for the can being in my hand, very well done. Yeah, so uh, they mentioned quite a few uh, fruits that is, are, is in this beer. I'd say mostly I'm getting like raspberry and a bit of that lime coming through. Um and it's not too sour. Sometimes you get uh, some of the squeeze plays that I've had from left field have been really kind of overpoweringly sour. And this one is not. It's it's a refreshing kind of sourness. Right. Yeah, I think um, they did a pretty good job balancing it. I don't know if you kind of just let it sit. The longer it sits, you get more of like those flavors coming through. And I really find like that actual like sherbet kind of like um, – flavor profile so it's kind of interesting i take a little bit between sips even though you can drink it relatively quick mm-hmm. um i i do kind of want to sit and kind of enjoy it a little bit and let it kind of linger itself through yes i definitely slowed down my intake of this because i do want to enjoy it more i feel your point there for sure right uh so in terms of the top five flavor profiles number one would be fruity yeah, yeah totally okay uh tart yeah yeah i, I i'd say so yeah what about light? Yeah, um, I, I mean, it's a it's a lighter kind of sour tartness, I suppose. Like, again, it's it's fairly drinkable, and you don't kind of get that puckering up because you get that different flavor profile. I don't know. I, I uh, can see it. Number four, citrus. Yes. Yeah. Like citrus. <laughs> and number five, puckering. I think this kind of goes to what you were saying a little bit, Chris. Is it's not. It, it is because it's a sour, but at the same time, it's not because in comparison to other sours. Right, exactly. You know I mean? Like if you had never had a sour beer, you would say, yeah, this is puckering. But mm-hmm. if you are, you know, like us and a, a connoisseur, connoisseur yeah, 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 yeah. And, and indulging in sours often, you would say, right. you know what, this isn't actually that puckering because I've had other sours that are much more puckering than this. Say puckering one more time for me. Puckering. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh Brent, well, Brent, where we, do you well, sit? Where do you was, sit on the puckering? I was going to we... say um, yes, it is somewhat puckering, but I feel as though uh, Tyler, you're just making Chris say puckering again for your own personal pleasure. But uh, <laughs> Qu- Quint, Quint has done an emphatic head nod, so I, I believe Quint does agree that it is puckering. Good, good for him. Uh, so, in terms of the can. Uh, before we get to some user thoughts, it is a nice holographic uh, kind of feel to it mm-hmm. uh, with all the ra- colors of the rainbow that you would expect on on the can as well. It's actually a really, really nice can and definitely would stand out 
if you keep cans or labels from uh, different beers in, you know, up top, like I do, kind of on my uh, cabinet. Right. Yeah, and I don't know if you noticed this part on the side here, Brett, but it's like there's an ice cream cone, or I guess a, a cone with sherbet in it, kind of being almost dipped into a, a, a tulip glass full of beer. It's kind of cool. It I like how they're cool. utilizing their proper glassware in the can, Chris. Exactly. There you go. And the one thing I just I have to mention, just because it's the perfectionist in me, is it does have a spot for the canned on and the date to be stamped on there, but it is not in the right spot. Um, but I mean, left field did have a lemonade uh, concern once before, <laughs> and, and maybe they just this is more of the uh, the printer than it is on them. So we'll let them slide on that one. Let's I, get to some untipped. Uh, you want to go? I was just going to say it's probably because they were uh, consuming chicken and waffle cones or vanilla sprinkled donuts. Yeah, what a great marketing <laughs> point to, to mention the vanilla sprinkled donuts and then also have a collaboration with uh, Glory Hole next door there. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, I love it. I love it. Um, all right, let's get to some untapped user thoughts on this one. Brett, you got the first one. Yes, I do. So on June 9th, uh, username Martha BDG. I think I said that right. Uh, said, was quite curious about this one. Turns out it's a nice summery beverage. Fruity, refreshing, fairly easy to drink. Sourness is pronounced, yet not overwhelming. As usual, appreciating the lactose. Serve it cold. Baseball, however, is optional. It's never optional. Baseball no, is never it's, optional. <laughs> it's, it's always go time. Uh, and they gave it a 3.75 out of 5. All right. So the next one comes from Joe G., uh, handle is Jogar uh, on June 6 commented serviceable sour gotta love what left field is is doing here their community support is great and I'm happy to continue to support them and uh, Joe G gave it a 3.75 out of 5 right all right and again that's the thing that we mentioned in episode one as well is just left field is really community driven and you see that through a number of of initiatives that they do. All right. So for our ratings here, I'm going to get this one started. We are going to be at a 3.75 for myself. Well, I'm not going to stray from your rating, Tyler, or from our two uh, on top review ratings. So I'm going 3.75 also. All right. Well, uh, let's see here. I'm batting in the five hole here in terms of everybody's ratings. Uh, I'm also going to give it a 3.75 out of five. Oh, my goodness. Would you look at this? And producer Quentin also giving it a 3.75. Do we so toss I, it? Do we toss do we the math back? It? I think we toss the math back to Brett here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a that's a perfect game, folks. Uh, yeah. everybody <laughs> it's even across the table. 3.75. All right. So Beauty. that's gonna that's gonna be it for today's producer special episode. Um, again, if possible, please go ahead and pick up a few of these beers. And a beer and bacon donut for Father's Day and help support the Bill 7 Award. Um, again, this beer can be found in select LCBOs if you do not live close to the brewery. If you do not want to buy this beer and you still want to uh, donate some money, I'm sure there's information on the Bill 7 Award where you could probably direct donate as well. Absolutely. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays for these unique producer specials. Guys, remember to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. So from all of us and producer Quentin, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. <laughs>